welcome to another episode. We took a week off, holiday stuff going on. Got Wyatt and Daniel here. What's up, guys? How we What's doing? Up, man? What's up? So I'll just go a quick recap. So, uh, so Wyatt sat out last week. He was on the the injury reserve list. Uh, so Daniel got one right, two incorrect, two pushes. I got two right, two wrong, one push. So total for the season. Now this gets all weird with all these pushes in here. I think, uh, damn. okay, I'll just read the numbers and then we can try to figure out who's where. So, Daniel, you have 10 right, 11 wrong, three pushes. Wyatt, you have, oh, Wyatt, you have 10 right, 10 wrong, no pushes. So, just that's easy right there. And then I have 12 right, 11 wrong, two pushes. Wait, so I'm, I'm 500 right now? You said, yeah, 10 so I think it. it'd be me, Wyatt, Daniel, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but we're all like a game. I got three of them, man. Those are rough. <laughs> yeah, Daniel's the push king, dude. Yep. <laughs> king I mean, push. realistically, we would buy the, the those half points. Right, right, right. It's all good. I mean, I'm down. We could count the pushes as wins, and then you know. <laughs> you know, so, I I think there's a couple generous pushes in there. I can think of one Cleveland game too. I mean, we've already we've <laughs> this multiple weeks. I mean, I'm not gonna let it go. <laughs> <laughs> well. Okay, we'll we'll do this for the playoffs too. So this isn't the last week, but we're oh, all okay. right there within striking distance. Um, okay, so this week, week seventeen, this is always like a crazy schedule because we mentioned like there's a lot of dumb games, but also I think there's only three games that technically have no like relevance at all. Like I think every other game has some sort of about you know like there's playoff mm. spots up for grabs. What's do you guys know what's up with the Colts? Like isn't there a possibility that they could have eleven wins? and not make the playoffs. Yeah. Well, they need they need to win and then they need either the Browns, the Ravens <clears throat> or the Dolphins to lose. One of those teams okay. has to lose for them to get in. So yeah, they could easily not make the playoffs with 11 wins, which is insane if you think about it because we just added a playoff spot this yeah. year. And usually and, I mean, 9 and 7 teams get in all the mm-hmm. time with tiebreakers. So yeah, that's pretty wild, man. And they were up pretty big, I mean, last week against Steelers. So oh yeah, I mean, don't even don't even get me started on that game. That was <laughs> such mean, a fact that <laughs> The fact that uh, are you a you're a, a Colts fan now? Because well, I'm I'm pulling for Rivers. I want to see him yeah. get into the playoffs at least. But I mean, that was a classic. Like, I mean, it looks so good for them up twenty four. That was rough. Seven. I came with. It. I mean, think about it from the Steelers' perspective too. I mean, yeah. I'm sure we'll talk about them. But like the fact that they're about to miss the playoffs after going eleven and zero. I mean, that's insane. Like, yeah. if they didn't, they would have. They would have seriously been fighting for the playoff spot because they didn't clinch the division. And if you don't clinch mm-hmm. the division. I don't even know about the, their wild card spot. No, that yeah. would have been insane. I mean, it would have made this week even crazier, man. Eleven and four without that win, going into possibly losing five. I mean, I know we're going to talk about it because obviously they won, but right. pretty crazy. I gave me the Colts fell apart like that, but that well, was you know, Philip Rivers lost. I exactly, mean, he just, he's yeah. got that that. Mojo I mean, I wouldn't put it completely. I, the defense things. really was pretty terrible. You got. Uh, I feel like it's just Philip Rivers. But uh, <laughs> but you know, what's, you know, the game that's going to bite them in the ass is if they don't get in. Is the first game of the season when they lost the Jaguars. That's the Jaguars. Uh, I know because me and you had money on that right, in Vegas. Exactly. I'm very well aware of that. that. I was fucking guard. guard they were up so much in the game. first half and guard, right. Minshew had two incompletions. Yeah, 29 and like 30. Touchdowns. Three touchdowns. Some, yeah. Something well, crazy. You know, who they, you know who the matchup is this week? Rematch I know it's against one. the Jaguars. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, no, that's what I'm 14 again. Right. And I'm not taking that either. <laughs> no, I'm staying far, 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 far away from that game. So, okay, what? let's just start we'll go clockwise order from my zoom screen. So Daniel, you're in the top left. What's the first game that you have on here? Uh, I got new England minus three uh, at home against jets. Jets are coming off of two wins back to back. Patriots haven't been playing well. So I feel like that has uh, 
an impact on this line here. I feel like a couple of weeks ago, this line would have been like minus 10 New England at home. You know what I'm saying? So um, playing into that, I know they're, they're just, they're, it's for draft seeding now. So maybe they're not going to be motivated as far as Patriots, but I feel like Patriots are just a way better team. They're oh, obviously a, a lot better coach team than uh, the Jets here. And with the Jets without Frank Gore, uh, Frank Gore has been, is injured, so he's not going to be play this week. So I feel like that's a massive impact on as far as their offensive productivity. Um, and I just think the Patriots are a lot better team here. So I like, I like them minus three at home. I, I kind of think this is a very easy pick. Uh, New England's four and three at home. They've had a lot better success at home than they have on the road. Uh, even without the fans, really. So, uh, yeah, I just think this is an easy pick, honestly. Yeah, I'm staying away from this one just because the Jets have been pretty scrappy lately. And uh, that first time they played, it was actually ended up being a pretty close game. New England kind of had to come back to win. And I just, I just don't have a lot of faith in the Patriots right now. They just, they've looked bad. That offense, Cam Newton is terrible. I mean, he can't really throw the ball, it seems like. They just don't and have anything on offense. Did you see him offense, bounce? So. The, did you see yeah, him no. bounce that pass, dude? I mean, on the, that, that third down. There's that so many. There's so many open, crazy. open receivers that he just can't hit. It reminds me of watching him in Carolina last year. But yeah. I think if if the Jets score a couple touchdowns, that's all they need to keep this game close, in my opinion. So I'm just I'm staying away from it. Yeah, same. These are just two weird teams that. Remember, this was the game. I think we all picked the Patriots against the Jets last time, and that was what like. Yeah. Seven, maybe like you know, five, six. I think I made a sweeping proclamation that this was guaranteed to be right too. Yep. And then we all watched it. I think we were at Yard House, and it was just, and it was the worst. It was even worse. It made it worse because the Patriots still won the game, but didn't cover. Like they had to come back just to get a. They won by like three points, I think. So I'm just kind of scarred from this game, and it's just funny that the Jets fans like. They're going to finish as one of the worst teams, but those two wins might have – I think they're locked into the number two pick. They're now. locked into two, yeah. <laughs> dude, Fields <laughs> might even go number one after last night. I mean, that was – yeah. Dude, he has a – I didn't realize how strong – I mean, I haven't watched that much Ohio State this this year. I mean, forget kind of last year. But anyways, dude, he has such a strong arm. Like, he, I think he has a stronger arm than Trevor Lawrence. Like uh, He threw that ball 60 yards. Yeah. He threw it 60 yards. Dude, not only that, but he threw that one to the tight end on the post route. Uh, the end of the second, the end of the second quarter, going into the halftime, dude, he threw like a rocket, like in such a tight window. It's pretty. Yeah, we're gonna have to do a like draft that, special. That, that yeah. debate, that debate might start happening pretty quickly. Yeah, especially. like if you're a Jets fan, it's not the worst. Like Trevor Lawrence, I don't know, he's not like. It doesn't seem like he's the. He's still gonna go number one, but it's not like you know him and then a gigantic gap between the next guy. I think the I think the Jets might might keep uh Sam. Might I don't know. You think yeah, he I could might see be it. Kept his job? Donald, honestly, I, I think they're going to draft the offensive tackle or the offensive guard from Oregon. Offensive yeah. tackle. I, I say um, you just take Sewell there too and just build, or even trade back a couple spots. Yeah, I mean, because think about they had a uh, Marsad Bektik, right? Is that the offensive tackle they drafted last year? Makai Bektik, yeah. Makai Bektik, uh, yeah. Well, Makai Bektik plus plus the Oregon tackle. I mean, then you're starting a, a very strong foundation for a great offensive for line. Sure. And yeah. then you see what Sam Donald can do, but I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Who has who's gonna have the third pick? Is that gonna be? It's still up in there. It could be the Eagles. It could be the Dolphins, actually, because the... no, Dolphins are the Texans. Oh, because because the Texans pick. Right, wow, right. that would be crazy, actually, if they. Yeah. Dang. They could get Sewell, which right. Is... They, that's that's scary. Yeah, that's that's scary for sure. I they also have uh, the Texans second round pick too, so they've got a lot of picks. So. If Miami has a good draft, man, whew, this team could be. Well, that was in that Tunsil trade, yeah. Right, the Tunsil, which is yeah. and Tunsil barely plays for Houston anymore. So, does yeah, he good really? job, Bill O'Brien? That's why he has no job right now. Yeah, 
That's crazy. Early in the year, I thought he was doing really well. That's why he's at home and he's scheduled to be our next guest on the podcast. Next. <laughs> he has nothing yeah. else to do. Yeah. But okay, so why? What's your what's your first game? All right, the first game I really came across that I liked was the Rams at plus three. Um, I you know I get why the Cardinals are favored in this game because there's no Jared Goff, but at the same time I still think that Rams defense is the best in the league, and I think Kyler Murray just has looked really really uncomfortable in these past few weeks. Like this kind of whole second half of the season. He's looked really uncomfortable. And I think especially if you get in his face, guys like Aaron Donald uh, get in his face, and uh, they have a really good secondary in the Rams. So I think beside the fact that Jared Goff's not playing, I think they're going to be able to run the ball and get some play action going. I don't even know the name of their starting quarterback, to be honest with you. I'm just glad it's you. Not, uh, John Wolford. John Wolford. There you go. I'm just glad yeah. it's not Blake Bortles, to be honest with you. Uh, he's the backup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's the backup. <laughs> yeah. 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 But uh, I can get a Bortles sighting, which is yeah. great. That doesn't happen. Yeah. I lost a lot of faith in Arizona last week. To me, that was just a really poor performance. This is not a playoff team. I don't think they deserve to go to the playoffs after what they did last week. So I just I got the Rams here plus three. Yeah, I actually also have this game. Uh, Rams plus three. Um, Rams Rams can still make the playoffs even with the loss here uh, with the Chicago loss. Uh, which is probably going to happen because Packers. I feel like they're they're playing for number one, which we'll talk about um coming up but yeah I, I think just like what Wyatt mentioned the Rams defense um to me is number one defense in the league and uh Kyler Murray's coming off of a leg injury so he's not going to be as athletic as mobile as he as he normally would be which I feel is going to have a big impact Aaron Donald and that uh defensive line is going to be able to get after him and uh Ramsey's gonna, hopefully Ramsey can have a nice uh shutdown performance against Hopkins which is rare so we'll see because I feel like if you take Hopkins away and you got a limited Murray who has to rely on his arm solely uh, I feel like that's gonna have a big, big impact on their offense and they haven't been playing that well lately honestly if you take a look at their last like five six games yeah uh, besides that hell Mary really which is they've kind of been riding off of that uh, they haven't played well at all so um, so yeah I really like the Rams here plus three um, yeah at home too which is big so yeah I like that game what do you yeah, think? I think I'm going to mark this one down because I don't have my fifth game yet. So I'm going to possibly take the Rams here. It's kind of like, remember a couple of weeks ago, we talked about it was a Giants game and they were getting Daniel Jones back that game. And we were like, I don't even know if that's really a good thing, actually. So it's like, is not having Goff really like a bad thing for the Rams? Yeah, I was actually going to mention We'll that. find out, dude. Right. <laughs> that I feel like Goff, Goff is, it's not like the Rams rely on Goff that much. Right. I mean, really. If you watch the games, like anyone can really run that. It's we have we have three running backs that we run a lot. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, um, they have a very our, our run game has a very successful game against Arizona. But like it's not like we rely on them that often, and it's a lot of play action passes. And Goff's really successful on his play action pass, so it's not like he's picking apart offenses on mm-hmm. on uh, with his with his arm, especially with those turnovers. Man, like uh, he's been, he's been turning the ball over a lot lately. So if Wolford can just not turn the ball over like he could throw for like 150 yards with mm-hmm. zero interceptions and i feel like we win this game just no interceptions no fumbles that's all we need yeah no i agree i think you know the way the cardinals offense has been playing you just need to be conservative and safe and you know get a couple touchdowns and hope your defense plays well and get some turnovers because that'll be a the perfect recipe to win this game because i don't see arizona scoring like 30 points on the rams i just it's just not gonna happen yeah especially with Kyler Murray not being able to run. Right. And yeah, Wolford, Wofford, whatever his name is, he should just watch Alex Smith tape, <laughs> yeah. like recent Alex Smith tape. Be like, right, oh, dude. that's all I got to do? Okay, three-yard check down. You just got to hit those 1.4-yard passes. Yep. 
it's all about <laughs> average. Yeah, exactly. Average like two yards per, per, per attempt. Two right. or or there's a Tua Tagovailoa who's 19 of 20 for 67 yards. You know, <laughs> like crazy. Just man. do that. Just go high efficiency because yeah, yeah, I think and Murray being hobbled. That's probably the biggest thing that you guys both brought up. But we've seen him. You know, the past couple weeks he's looked better because he was healthy. But before, you know, there was those three or four week stretch where he wasn't running at all and they just look yeah. terrible. And yeah. again, that, that was against, you know, not like a great slate of defenses. Now he's going against one of the best defenses in the league. So, right. yeah, I like, I like that game. I'm going to mark it down as a possible fifth pick. Um, let me go. So my first game, I'm going to go Miami at Buffalo. I'm going with Buffalo here. Buffalo's favored by three. I'm just riding the bills mafia wave. Like, it's a division rival. Uh, I think the Bills want to have the the two seed also. I know two and three seed isn't the biggest deal, but they are letting fans in to their <laughs> to their playoff games. So one more home game for you know you got people diving through tables pregame in the parking lot. Oh, yeah, like that's yeah. that does a lot for your for your team psyche. So I'm going with the Bills here, uh, three point favorites. And Tua is starting because uh, Fitzmagic. He got he got the Rona, so right. So that means he's gonna be, be starting healthy. and finishing. So mm-hmm. which is something we haven't always seen. Oh, did Fitzy get the Rona? I didn't yeah, he's know. got the Rona. Oh, okay. Wow, that's a big thing. I didn't. That might have changed. I I didn't pick this game just because I don't know how much uh, the starters are gonna play for Buffalo because I think they yeah they can't get home field throughout. They can't get number one. So I just wasn't sure. I think I think they they put in here like last year. Uh, when they had the playoff, I mean, last year they only played the first quarter, I guess, when they had the playoffs. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, I just don't know how long the player, the the starters will play, uh, considering they already have that seed locked up. But yeah, I'm interested to see what how Tua does, especially because at the finish, I didn't know Fitzy was out, but that's kind of a big impact. Um, so yeah, we'll see. What do you think, what? Yeah, I actually, I took this game. I'm with David. I just, I think the Bills, man, they're rolling right now. Like last week, that was that was really great. I thought. Um, what they did is I, I don't know how much they're going to play their starters. I could see them playing for like a half maybe or something like that, which I think potentially could be enough for them to get the win. Also, I don't know exactly what the weather is going to be like tomorrow, but I'm assuming it's going to be pretty cold. I know the Dolphins typically play very badly in Buffalo uh, when it's cold. So I think that's a big deal. I think not having Fitzpatrick there. Uh, I mean, if I'm a Miami fan, that's who I want coming, starting this game, coming mm-hmm. into it. And that's just not the case. Um, I just don't have a lot of faith in Tua yet. I think he could eventually become a good quarterback. I just, I just don't see it yet, though. And like I said, I just think the Bills are rolling. I even think if they don't have their starters out there, they just have a momentum to me that I like. So I'll take them here at a minus three. I'm pretty sure Matt Barkley. I think he's still. Oh yeah, he's back, a backup for sure. It's like, you know. Yeah. He's played. No, before, he's like. he's a good he's a good little game manager. Actually, he came mm-hmm. in versus uh, the Chargers, I think, for a little bit. And yeah, he was he was decent. Yeah, like he's he's not a complete, you know, he's not a scrub. Like he's been yeah. in the league for a while. He can play, uh, and yeah, it's just like the Bills have just been handling business, which is surprising, right? Like even when they played the Patriots recently, it's like, oh wait, they could slip up here just because right. you know, classic Bills Patriots. And it's like, oh wait, nope, they handle business there, and now here they are. They're that one crazy hail mary away from being. So they would be thirteen and two. Yeah, and let's just say the Chiefs. The Chiefs should have lost last week. Like if the if that Falcons defender didn't right. drop one of those picks, like then the Bills should have lost. Yeah, and the, yeah, the yeah. one seed is yeah, and and he missed the the field goal too to send it in overtime. The guy's been like, yeah. I think he's only missed one. Oh yeah, <laughs> young Kicker. young Shuku. 
Yeah. Yeah. The best kicker in the league. He used to kick for uh, the Chargers. Why'd you bring it up? Why'd you have to bring (laughs) it up? (laughs) We we cut him after three games. (laughs) And now he's one of the better kickers in the NFL. It makes sense, dude. Totally. Our kicker has missed the most field goals in the league this season. And he trademarked his nickname before the season. Right. Well, (laughs) let's not go there. It's a dark. I mean, he did, dude. How? I mean, come on. He did that actually. He did that a couple years. No, it was the dumbest dude. The second he did, I was like, oh, we're fucked. We're fucked. The money badger, dude, and you can't hit a 50-yard field. He trademarked the money badger, and he has, like, five, six misses this year, dude. So stupid. Uh, and he has, some, like, doesn't he have some game, like, a game losses or whatever? Like, yeah, miss, no. Miss tying field goals? He, he, missed, uh, he missed a kick versus the Saints that would have won the game, uh 50-yard field goal. You, you can't be in. the money badger. Yeah, and, yeah right. Exactly. <laughs> no, that's what, literally Steve Levy, the announcer, said that before the game. He's like, you can't call yourself the money badger if you don't make this kick. And sure enough, he doinked it. So thanks for that's the That's rough. Yeah. All right. Um, so who's – oh, so, okay, Daniel, do your next so one. I got uh, – my next pick, which we haven't talked about, is I got Dallas minus three here. Um, so I know they're on the road to the New York Giants, but I just uh, – if Dallas – Dallas win. Dallas won three in a row here. New York has lost three in a row. They haven't looked great as of late. Um, and I just feel like Andy Dalton has uh, played a lot, a lot better as of late. He's, uh, I believe, he's thrown seven touchdowns and one interception on this win streak. He's really got that offense rolling. He's not. He's not making uh, mental mistakes as he kind of usually does. So I feel like they also have a playoff spot on the line here. Something to play for. Whereas the Giants, Giants don't really. So, um, yeah, all that considered, I feel like with the, with Dallas, Dallas will on the way they are. I like them minus three on the road. What do you think, Wyatt? Yeah, I got them uh, minus three here too. You know, like you said, Dalton, he seems to be more comfortable in that offense. Uh, seems to be playing really well. And I think, you know, this, this offense should be good. Like they have a lot of playmakers. They have Ezekiel Elliott. They have C.D. Lamb, who's one of the better rookie wide receivers we've seen in a long time. Uh, they've got Amari Cooper. So they have a lot of guys out there. There's no reason this team shouldn't score a lot of points. And the Giants just seem to be going the other way. It's crazy to think actually that the Giants, if they win this game and the Eagles beat Washington, the Giants are in. Um, but oh, I really? just, oh, I thought they were yeah. out. Okay, that's... No, no, they, they still have a chance. The only team that's I still don't see out it though. They've the been playing Eagles. so bad. No, yeah, I don't see it either. They've just been playing terrible. Daniel Jones has not been great. And I just think Dallas offense wins this game. And I like them here. Definitely minus three. So you said why the Eagles the only team that's already eliminated, eliminated technically yeah, out exactly. of the NFC East teams? So yeah, so Washington obviously they have the inside track. They just need to win and they're in. Meanwhile, if Washington loses and the Cowboys win, or whoever wins the Cowboys Giants game, including a Washington win, goes to the playoffs. So yeah. and then and I think they put the uh, the Washington uh, Philly game as the as the Sunday night game. It is the Sunday night game. Yes. <laughs> Like they, they're gonna force us all to watch this, <laughs> which I guess it's somewhat intriguing. But what uh, I, guess, I mean, the, yeah. the most intriguing storyline from that division is Dwayne Haskins getting cut, right? What, like two <laughs> years after being drafted super yeah. high in the first round, he deserved to get cut. As far as I'm concerned, dude, too. he did. Honestly, I mean, he was like, playing like, sh- like he was playing uh, terrible, yeah. and yeah, the, the strippers. That's just ugly. too many yeah. stripper incidents this year. Dude, the thing is, the moral of the story is, if you're gonna be caught in the strip club, you have to be James Harden and drop forty seven. <laughs> right. Yeah. The next yeah. time you play, you can't be terrible. Yeah. Like Haskins was so. Yeah, he was like Harden without the without can the protection. Can we stop fucking taking pictures in the strip club? For God's <laughs> sakes! I mean, what good can come from it, man? I just don't. Just go there, 
fucking throw some money and leave. You don't have to take. I pictures. feel like I mean, come on. It's part of the. You just not, collect like, everyone's like phone at the door. Like, uh... Right. Yeah. <laughs> So it's always random people taking these pictures. So that yeah, just gotta start taking people's phones before. Dude, you if I was famous, David would just be my phone guy, and I just give him, I just give him my phone. I'll like just I'm, wear a top hat. Yeah. <laughs> phones in the hat, boys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> starting to get crazy. No, yeah, you gotta have like a phone spotter with you, bro. Yeah, right, somebody right. like looks for people taking photos of you. All right. All right. Uh, wait. So why you had that game too, right? Yeah, me and Daniel both took Dallas here. Yeah. Okay. What's uh? What's your next one then? Um, the next one I got is. I got the Vikings at minus seven um, versus the Lions. This is a game where, fuck, this is just kind of a feel game. I was, I was trying to dig deep here looking for a fifth. And um, I just think the Vikings offense has been pretty good. I know they really don't have anything to play for. Meanwhile, Detroit to me, Detroit is, I don't even really see them showing up for this game. Um, I could see it just being a, like a week 17 dump for them. So, I'm just going to count on the Vikings offense playing well here. There's got, there's like a Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. They're both still trying to get to a, a few marks. I know Justin Jefferson is trying to break a rookie record. So I think the Vikings offense will score some points here. And I like them here. Minus seven. Yeah. I didn't pick this game, but I do have to agree with you. I mean, if you watch the Lions play last, uh, last week, which we kind of all were forced to, because I believe they were the Christmas game, right. Or were they, no, sorry. They were the, they were one of the they were one of the games on Saturday on the twenty sixth, but they were that first game, and they just got <laughs> they just got destroyed in the first half. It was so ugly. It's it made you not want to watch the rest of the game, which I didn't. Um, but yeah, they looked like they just kind of give up. And like Wyatt mentioned, I, I feel like the Vikings will still have, uh, even though they're not going to be able to make the playoffs. I feel like that team is still going to kind of play tough uh, with Jefferson as a rookie and Thielen. He's kind of seems like the type of guy who's going to play it out. Uh, Cousins too, trying to trying to prove or trying to finish the season strong. I feel like those are the type of people who want to do that. And the Lions kind of look like they're giving up. I don't have this game uh, just because I got got other picks. But, uh, but yeah, I do see. I, I do like the Vikings minus four. That's I could see that happening for sure. Yeah, I got I got Minnesota here also. It's just the Lions are just. I don't I don't know how they have five wins. Like looking at their record, it doesn't seem right. It's incredible. But yeah. So you mentioned yeah. their game last week, Daniel. They lost by forty. <laughs> the game before that, they lost by nineteen to the Titans. They have some bad losses. They lost to the Texans by 16. Like, they just have really bad losses all across the yeah. board. They're on their – they're with their interim head coach, too. Yeah. So, I mean – Yeah. And uh, we mentioned, like a team destined to You lose. only get, like, one interim win, right? You get one, like, interim coach who raw, like, everyone's, like, super – like, I don't know. You get, like, one of those. And then yeah. after that, it kind of seems like the team either dies or the team – I don't know. Or most of the yeah. time, the team dies. And – Okay, even if Stafford is supposed to start, but of course, like what's new? He has fifty different injuries that like right. would keep any of us in bed for like weeks. But he's like, oh, broken rib, like I'm peeing blood. Eh, I'm good. Yeah, I'm he has no like, reason to play through these injuries, and he still does. It's crazy, man. Yeah. I got, like, a lot of respect to him. Like most, like there's literally no reason to. Like they're, they're never gonna really like they're never really fighting to make the playoffs, and he's fighting through like like a broken back last yeah. year. Crazy he played like, like a, he played a like he, yeah he played like through like back. half of the game with it or something like that it was just like Bro. dude what are you doing you play for the lions well they are, they, are they are paying him like fucking 50 million dollars so as they should without <laughs> they him must have promised his ass 16 every year i mean they must Calvin have Johnson like retired. a team or something like why is he why is he doing this you know like they're like once you retire you own 30 percent oh yeah they gave him stock <laughs> yeah i don't get it like he's 
It's crazy. Unless that's yeah, just. I, don't know, I think it's just a Texas guy thing. Maybe he's you know he's from Texas. So I could actually see, and I saw this kind of floating around: Matthew Stafford to uh, Patriots, the little, little trade, a draft pick or something like that. Lions guys, just go be, it'd be cool build. to see him on a different team. Wouldn't that? Be, I think so, dude. I think he yeah. deserves a. a a shot outside yeah. of the line. No, I agree with Daniel. I think the Lions should just move on from him anyway because they just kind of need a fresh start. Complete oh, yeah. rebuild. Yeah. They're going to do a new head coach. Just do that complete rebuild. Get like a third rounder or I don't know, something like that. The Patriots yeah. would get that. And then, I thought you could get – what do you think you could get for Stafford? Oh, I mean, you get a second question. round. I think you second, get a, yeah. a two. At least. Yeah. Because even I'll, you think of like first round Well, picks. I think with the injuries though, I mean, I'm sure they'll, they'll, that's the way they'd spin it. You know, I think a third. I think a third is third, fourth. Well, I mean, it depends. Yeah, it depends on who you're GM. Like, I feel like the value of draft picks are so weird sometimes. Like yeah. you see them in, in, in trades right. where it's like, wow, like that's, that's I mean, nothing for that yeah. player. And then sometimes it's like, oh, that was kind of a lot. Like right, first. when you think of like a, you know, uh, DeAndre Hopkins gets traded for a second round pick, but Muhammad. That was, Sanu, I mean, that was just no. But I'm saying, I'm just saying, Muhammad Sanu, the Patriots traded a second round pick for. That Muhammad is true. Sanu. Yeah, that that's why yeah, I'm so saying, like, it's kind of that is. It's, it depends on. It's a case to case basis, I think. But, the value of yeah. draft pick being skeptical. Well, here, really quick, before we go to the next game, why do you see connections like Stafford and Philip Rivers? Like, are they kind of similar players? Think about pre Colts, Philip. No, dude, me and Tim were just having a conversation of how Matt Stafford is – he's the next Phillip Rivers for sure. And I, I think uh, I, I think that's why we're going to see him move on. But he's totally he's, – he's a gunslinger. You know, you're, like, you know you're going to get uh, – he's got the big arm and you know mm-hmm. you're going to get a lot of touchdowns from him. But at the end of the day, he also throws a lot of interceptions, and that's just kind of his style. I could see him going to, like, the, like Daniel said, the Patriots or also I think the 49ers would be a pretty interesting team potentially. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's definitely got some Phillip in him. So like, hopefully he can get you know like Philip goes to the Colts. Let's see Stafford on a on a team with you know better or see, yeah Stafford a team with like better pieces around him. That'd be right. That doesn't absolutely suck every year. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, Wyatt, we both have Minnesota here. Uh, okay, Daniel, what's your what's your next game? Uh, my next game is I got Green Bay minus four uh, on the road in Chicago. Uh, Chicago's been playing well as of late, uh, but. I mean, Green Bay has just been rolling. I mean, I, I think they've won, they've won five straight wins. Uh, they're looking to secure the number one seed in the NFC, which I think is going to be a highly motivated. They're, they're going to be playing highly motivated. Aaron Rodgers also looking to secure the MVP. So I feel like he's going to come out once again and uh, just kind of kill him. And he, he loves killing the Bears. So uh, I see him coming out here. I see them dominating, really. Not Maybe not dominating, but I see at least like a, a touchdown win. Um, so yeah, I kind of, I kind of think it's kind of an easier pick. Uh, Green Bay minus four. Um, yeah, I don't really have much else to add except for did you see Rogers throwing the ball in the snow last week, dude? That was yeah, look, the guy was throwing it like it was like eighty degrees out. It was insane. Like I don't, like, he just gotten so used to just, I guess, just throwing the, fo- the ball in the snow like that. Uh, yeah, the, the dude is. I think he's kind of secured that MVP, especially the way Mahomes has kind of been somewhat struggling as of late so um yeah i'm not dumb enough to ever pick against mitchell drabisky so i'm not taking this game no i'm just kidding pick again uh, <laughs> <laughs> um no i think i like the packers in this game <clears throat> i'm just staying away from it just because i don't know it's a weird sometimes you know the packers they just don't show up um not, but if they win this they secure no, no, home field advantage i, know, I don't, the I don't think that's gonna happen i just i don't know this game it makes me nervous you never know with the bears because they have a talented roster at least more sort of defensively. But most likely Trubisky's going to throw a lot of interceptions in the red zone. 
key interceptions. And uh, Daniel will probably get this, but I'm just I'm staying away from it. <clears throat> yeah, I'm. Just, I mean, I can't I can't go against the Bears. Like if I had to pick this game, I would pick the Packers. But ever since the Bears came through for me that one week, I can't go against <laughs> them. Like, yeah. and since that week, they're they've won their last three games. Uh, they did get killed by the Packers though. What like five weeks ago, six weeks ago? I don't know. This is just always this is like one of the best you know classic rivalries in in the NFL. So. Just a weird game, but yeah, the Packers actually have something to play for. But I'm gonna I'm gonna stay away from this one. It'd be a pretty crazy storyline though if uh, if the Rams ended up losing and then the Bears won and got mm-hmm. into the playoffs. It'd be pretty crazy. That would be. They'd yeah. be getting a lot of momentum for sure. I mean, if yeah. they do win this game, then it's definitely I'd take them a little more seriously for sure. I mean, they'd be they'd be winning four rolling into the playoffs, which. Yeah. You know, it's all about momentum, really. I feel like going to the playoffs is all about your last four games. Like, as far as, like, the Steelers, for example, like, I mean, if you're one in three going into the playoffs, you, I mean, who cares what your record is, really? Yeah, it's all about what you do once the playoffs start. But, yeah, man. I mean, Trubisky is another guy who, like, we kind of talked about it with Darnold and the Jets. But if Trubisky, especially if he wins this game against the Packers, like, does he save his job? For right, at least exactly. Next? I feel like he has such a more negative, like, con- I don't know, like <laughs> – Dude, the thing is, he's Stigma actually around his name like is way yeah. more than Sam Darnold. Even though no, he he's not play, good. because like, he's not good, dude. Like I, I used to. This year, I came and I wanted to see him play well. Like I really wanted Trubisky to, to, to play well. I kind of liked him, but I was watching him last week, and I mean, he's just he threw an interception that was just so bad in the red zone. Like, oh, yeah. with uh, with only like thirty seconds left in the half, and it's just he's just not good, man. He he makes the same mistakes over and over, and it, this is his like fifth fifth year or fourth year, so. Yeah, I just don't see it changing for him. I think the Bears have to move on eventually, but it would be tight if he won this game, for sure. Just because it makes things – Right. Just, yeah, it just throws everything into kind of up in the air. Um, okay, let me so – let's see. Here, I'll do one of my games really quick So I've I got three on here only. Okay, so I'm going to do – so Pittsburgh at Cleveland. Pittsburgh is resting all their starters, it sounds like, and Cleveland is favored by 10 points. But I'm going with Pittsburgh here just because 10 points is a lot. And it seems like Cleveland is still kind of getting screwed by, like, the whole corona thing because they – what, like, all their receivers were out last week because of it. They had to shut down their facility at least once, I think maybe twice this past week. So getting 10 points there, I don't know. I just kind of like that that big number there. Yeah, it is a lot. It is a lot of points. Um, And like you said, you do have – Mason Rudolph, right? Is he starting? Yeah. So I mean, whenever you got him starting at quarterback, it's always nice to bet against him. So uh, um, I'm going yeah, with I don't know. him. I mean, I'm sorry. Um, I mean, I, it's a lot of points. So sorry. Yeah. I, I guess you know that that, that is a toss up because normally you would want to bet. Personally, I would want to bet against Rudolph, mm-hmm. but it's a lot of points. Yeah, I don't know. Personally, it, to me, it's just a lot of points. So I pass. I know, it's kind of like a basic analysis, but I mean, it's just it's a weird game for sure. Yeah, too. yeah, for sure. Because normally, I mean, obviously the Steelers are a better team than the Browns, but with a lot of starters rested, you never know how those backups are going to play, mm-hmm. uh, and how much of you know of impact those those starters not being there are going to have. So, what do you think? What? Um, yeah, when I initially saw this line, I kind of felt like David. I thought it was way too many points, and it probably is. But at the same time, I think Cleveland, you know, they have to win. Like, they, they haven't been in the playoffs in, you know, God knows how many years. And this is their, their chance. And, you know, they've got it. All they, all, all they have to do is beat a, a bunch of backups. I still think 10 points is a lot. But I, just, I think they get it done probably at the end of the day. 
Mason Rudolph, I have no faith in that guy. He sucks. So, uh, but I think this is still could be a tight game. Um, but yeah, I'm just staying away from it. Yeah. No, Cleveland's in a winning, winning get in, right? Yeah, they're they're winning in. So I think I think Cleveland wins for sure. But like that, yeah, that ten points. Yeah, I could see it being like a six point game, three. Point yeah, game. something. Yeah, even and even if it's like seven, it's still right. Exactly. Which and it's just who knows because last week it happened for the Browns where it was like right before the game, like I don't know, you know, a couple hours before. It's like right. oh, by the way, none of their receivers are able to play. You're like oh, what? Like and yeah, then exactly. they lose to the Jets and so, you know. Yeah, we can wake up tomorrow and they're like uh, Baker Mayfield was partying all night at a strip club. <laughs> He's gonna get the Dwayne Haskins treatment, but yeah. yeah. And this is just a you know again a crazy rivalry where who like maybe Miles Garrett goes a little crazy just to try and hurt right. <laughs> Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. Yeah, I just see it being an ugly game, like not a fun game to watch because again yeah. backups against. Oh, it's gonna be so it. ugly. It might be the ugliest game of the week. Yeah. I don't know. Seriously, like it's gonna be really. I mean, all of Cleveland's games are ugly. They haven't played a pretty game once this season. That's why I hate watching them. But yeah. And I think it's shout out Matt D. <laughs> I think it's supposed to snow. The, yeah, the weather is not gonna be great. Also, which that that does not. Yeah. Give me confidence in the Browns because remember they lost to the Raiders like ten to or sixteen to ten or something. Right. In a rainy game. So yeah. No, I see the Browns winning this game just like rushing for 220 yards. Yeah. Mayfield throwing for like 116 and maybe like mm-hmm. one short touchdown or something like that. And then Pittsburgh just not really doing anything on offense. But I, like I said, I think it'll be a tight game. Okay, that's my fourth. Okay, why? What's your – My last one is uh, I've got the Titans. I've got them at seven. Is that – what do you – Yeah. Yeah? Um, yeah, I just think Houston's defense is so bad. They gave up, I think, 30 or was it 42 points to the Bengals or 35, mm-hmm. somewhere in there, it was bad. Um, which I know is just – that's way too many points to give up to most teams, but especially the Bengals without Joe Burrow. You can't be giving up that many points. And, well, you know, Deshaun Watson has had a great season, like MVP-type caliber somehow still. He really doesn't have anyone to throw the ball to. I mean, he doesn't have a lot of running backs. I think Tunsil's out. And you, you heard J.J. Watt uh, – there's obviously a lot of guys on the Texans that seem to just not give a fuck anymore. And this is week 17. I'm sure they don't give a fuck even more than they did last week. So um, I just think the Titans run the ball a lot here and uh, easily win by double digits. Cause the Titans, they have to win this game anyway too, to secure their playoff spot. So um, yeah, I think this is a blowout for them. Uh, yeah. I don't have this game, but um but yeah, I could definitely see that that happening. I don't know. I just feel like it's a toss-up. The Texans haven't been playing well at all. They've lost the last four, uh, even though, like you said, Wyatt, uh, Watson's been playing really well. Um, Titans, Titans, you know, I don't know. They've been playing well as of late. Um, yeah, I just didn't pick this game because I saw other games on the board that I like like more. But uh, what do you think, David? This is Okay, I think this is the other game that I'm going to have to debate between this one and the Rams game for my fifth pick because – I've gone with the the Titans the last two weeks. They've had high lines. I think it's been double like ten points the past two weeks. But they just like they can beat bad teams because Derrick Henry is such a exactly such a monster. Man, Deshaun Watson is really the only thing scaring me for this game. And he should he's scare that you. Good. I mean, he's that good for sure. But and I think I, yeah. they don't have Will Fuller still, of course. But I think I think Brandon Cooks is back. I mean, he's not like a super stud, but Man, yeah, Deshaun Watson is definitely scaring me a little bit. I'm probably I'm leaning towards this game though, because okay, I was listening to Chris Long's podcast and he was talking about the JJ Watt speech, and he was saying like if you give that speech 
you know, like in public, like in a, pr- a post-game press conference, you've definitely given it previously, like in the locker room. Right, right. It's like, why is it going to be different now just because he did it publicly, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I just think guys obviously have given up in that team. There's a lot of guys that have just given up. I'm going to take a couple more minutes to think about this one. But. I will say Tannehill has not impressed me at all lately. Like, I really think he's kind of – we've seen what he is, and – He's best when he's able to run the ball. He had that big, uh, big run versus Green Bay, and like I think that's probably his best asset at this point. But throwing the ball, he's not great. Like if Derrick Henry is not having the game that Derrick Henry, where he's rushing for you know 150 yards, Tannehill just his performance goes way down. So I will say, if if you could stop the run for the Titans, I think pretty much anyone could beat them. But I mean that's a tall task to stop Derrick Henry. Yeah, and I think the the Texans have like one of the worst run defenses too. So. Yeah. I think well, Derrick Henry needs, I think it's like 220 something yards to get to 2,000. Oh, damn. I, the, exactly I think he's going to go for it for sure. I oh, assume. Yeah, for sure. Rabel's so, the type of coach to let him do it. It's like, do they want to run him? It's kind of like, remember like the Warriors when they went for 73 wins and then they lose in the finals? And it's like, oh, was that the reason why? Like, because they right. kind of went too hard in the regular season. It's kind of, you know, like that on a smaller scale. I've never really liked that argument anyway, to be honest with you. So yeah. um, I could see him going for it. I mean, I think, you know, team, every team is different. Some teams go hard after the records or players. And then there are other teams that just like don't even play the guy, but uh, yeah. I could see it. I mean, like you said, Texans, the Texans have one of the worst run defenses in the league. So this is the team to do it against. Yeah. I think you like, let it happen in the flow of the game. Like, you know, yeah. Feed like they obviously their game plan is always going to be feed him the ball early and then it's like oh he's averaging like you know six yards a carry in the first quarter like why not let's just keep going with it yeah exactly like if he's at like a hundred or close to a hundred at halftime then I think you gotta oh, yeah. run try for it go for it okay yeah. so that's your, okay Daniel what's your what's your last one uh, I think my last thing we haven't talked about is the uh, Raiders minus two and a half Ooh. now uh, they they're coming off of a bad loss last week. Uh, coming off of some Fitz magic, really. Uh, <laughs> they had, they had that. I thought they had that game one. Oh, they they, they had, had that game, decision. dude. Yeah, they had no. that tough decision where Jacobs, you know, he he lays down just to avoid kind of what happened with the Chiefs, and then, uh, and then yeah, the Dolphins go down and they they kick the, uh, you know, they kick the field goal and win. So, um, anyways, I feel like they're gonna have a bounce back game. I also feel like like we like we talked about with the uh, the Vikings, they're the type of team where they're kind of a weird spot where they just missed the playoffs and they're still – I think they're still going to play hard. They're not really going to give up. They're not really – you know, it's not like you're fighting for like a top 10, I don't know, like a top five like draft pick. Uh, I feel like Derek Carr is the type of uh, quarterback to continue to, to play the, to the best of his abilities, and I feel like that's something that should show up. And I just feel like Broncos aren't really that good of a team. They haven't been a good team all year. And I think if you just compare the two, the Raiders are a better team. So, uh, so yeah, like the minus two and a half. I know it's on the road in the altitude, but uh, I feel like they're going to they're going to have something to prove after that that bad loss. And you know, I don't know. I think they're not really like the team. That, well, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't pick this game. Um, I don't like this game as far as the spread goes. But honestly, I I kind of like the Broncos to win. I just think that the Raiders are dead in the water. Like I think a lot of we're talking about guys that gave up on the Texans. I think there's a lot of guys on the Raiders that probably don't give a shit at this point. Um, you know, they've also had the most COVID positives in the league for because they are in Vegas, but also just because they're the fucking Raiders. But, um, yeah, I think the, the Broncos' defense has been really good too. I mean, you know, obviously they haven't been winning games. Their offense has been pretty bad, so there hasn't been a lot of spotlight on that. But they've probably been the top ten defense uh, these last few weeks of the season. 
So I think they're just going to stop the Raiders, and I think they can win this game. But, yeah, in general, I'm just staying away from it. It's dangerous territory. There's no meaning. So you, don't, you just don't know who's going to show up, which team is going to come out and want to win. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to stay away from it too. It just has like a NFC East feel to it where it's just yeah. I don't fucking know what's going to happen. And I, I mean, I do, I guess, kind of like the value. Like why isn't, you know, why is it two and a half? Well, I guess it is in Denver. Yeah, it's just a weird game. So, okay, the Raiders, man, remember we, we talked about the Steelers having that crazy start and then yeah, if they would have lost last week, that would have been four in a row. But the Raiders are kind of like a a lesser version of that. Remember, they were what? Okay, two, three. I think they were six and two. Yeah, and now if you take away that ridiculous uh, win against the Jets, that like Jets, that, yeah. how's that a win? They they would have lost their last six games. I know it's been terrible. I mean, I they were know, six but, and two, and they had beaten the Saints and the Chiefs. So I mean, yeah, two they had like two of the best seeds. wins in the league. Yeah. No, and they they were looking good. I mean, they've completely collapsed. And, I mean, I know they've had a lot of injuries and COVID stuff on defense, and that has a lot to do with it. But it's bad, man. I mean, a lot of people have questioned whether Gruden is, you know, really doing a good job there. And I think that's fair just because this kind of collapse is just – it's not normal. You know, it doesn't really fit. So, it's yeah. it's weird. Also, I will say, though, for uh, to Daniel's point, Drew Locke is terrible. Yeah. Like, I, I can confirm that. The Chargers played the Broncos. <laughs> he's He's – terrible like i really think uh him and uh uh jerry judy they lost that game last week more so than the chargers actually won it so many drops dude i was watching that and it was terrible but um double digit targets and like five drops yeah like that. i don't know no the, like i said though i think the broncos defense is pretty solid but they need to get a new quarterback and i think if they do it'll be a decent team moving forward for sure yeah and is do we know is Carr playing this game or is it Mariota time Oh, I thought Carr was playing. I, mean, that I think, was based I on think Carr pick. is playing. But I heard some rumblings that they might, like, throw some Mariota in there. I wouldn't be surprised. I can see Gruden actually doing that because yeah. Gruden's never really been a Carr person. He, mm-hmm. he might want to see what, what Mariota's got. Because Mariota played well when he came in as yeah. far as – forget which game that was either last uh, two weeks ago. That was I versus think. the Chargers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he played pretty well. I, I, from no, he, yeah, he had a great game. Um, I think – I even heard that, you know, they might try to, like, use him in the red zone because they've been struggling in the red zone. Ooh. Like a Taysom Hill? Yeah, like yeah. I think that would be smart, actually. I mean, he, Mariota definitely proved he deserves a second chance, if not with the Raiders somewhere else. I would love to see it. So, Yeah. See him go to the Patriots, maybe, if they don't drop the quarterback. You never know. Yeah, he's but, someone that should get a chance somewhere else. Um, okay, so that's five. Okay, so my last one, this is probably the one I feel the least confident about. But So Baltimore at Cincinnati. I'm going Cincinnati as 14 point oh, underdogs okay. here. Okay, dude, they've just looked. I don't know. They, they don't. Look good, man. Yeah, I don't know no. what it is. And the Ravens obviously don't look like they're not that great. And I know they have to win, but I don't know. I just don't think they're gonna. Maybe it's just because we've all gotten screwed by these super high lines like all throughout this season. But trying to Brandon Allen just looks legit. Like he's yeah, he's solid. You know. No, for real. When uh, when Joe Burrow went down, I totally thought the Bengals were were just going to be done. Like they were going to lose every other game of the rest of the season. They were going to get that Sewell pick. But um, yeah, they've actually been really impressive these last couple weeks. I even picked them last week just because I thought, you know, they they've been looking good. Um, so I, when I saw this line, I felt the same way. I thought like that's way too many points. I don't have the courage to take the Bengals here, but I, I like that pick. Yeah, it's also going to be raining, so. 
that just means you know ugly game like more weird stuff happening more fumbles and I'm just uh, yeah I don't have this game um yeah Brent, Allen's been playing a lot better as of late I remember when he first started at QB uh personally I would pick every game against them just because it was easy it was an easy dub and they, they would lose like by 20 but uh they won their last two he's been playing better as 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 of late so uh yeah well, uh, for me it's just you never know with the ravens you never know with lamar jackson they can just score so many points so quickly or they can come out super flat so it's just uh you, you never really know and i think they're they're fighting to get into the playoffs i think they need this win to get into the they, they do need a win uh, but. yeah so I, I know it's a lot of points so just i don't know 14 is just that's just yeah super high line no i was just gonna say it's crazy uh you know like four or five weeks ago, the draft order would have looked so different than it's potentially going to look now. It's just, it's wild. Like the Bengals, I totally thought were a team guaranteed top four, you know, and now they could easily be out of the top five. Mm-hmm. You know, the Chargers four weeks ago, they were top five. Now they're, they're like looking to pick like 13th potentially. And uh, it's crazy. I mean, the Giants could either go to the playoffs or be the fourth pick in the draft. There's, there's so many weird drafts that uh, stuff going on this week, but yeah. yeah, this week is about to be insane because that's a good point. Like, there's all this playoff, you know, all these playoff implications, but then there's also just, you know, equally as many draft implications. Yeah. So the Bengals, that tie is like, that actually really sucks for them. Yeah. Now they automatically, well, this is weird actually. Both the Bengals and the Eagles are 4, 10, and 1. So I wonder, I wonder who would get, uh, who wins that tiebreaker or loses that tiebreaker, rather. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be some weird, like, <laughs> yeah conference schedule stuff and yeah the the chargers now all of a sudden could okay here none of us are taking the chargers but we do need a a chargers corner from wyatt playing against the chiefs b squad don't worry i'm not taking that my fifth game i decided okay the titans against houston by the way but oh yeah okay the the chiefs just just for fun like that would just be too funny if they if they somehow win yeah no i mean i i could see it dude i mean fuck I'm these last few wins for the Chargers. I like to see the Chargers win, obviously, and I like to see Justin Herbert playing well and gaining confidence and that sort of thing. But now you're starting to hear those rumblings, right, of keeping Anthony Lynn around. And I mean, as a Charger fan, that's about like the scariest thing that could possibly you could possibly hear. Uh, I think it's a genuine possibility at this point. Um, and so, winning this game scares me a little bit in that regard. I'm not a fan of tanking. I don't want to lose. I want to win, but. God, I am scared of keeping Anthony Lynn next year. I think it's a real possibility, and um, yeah, man, it's it's scary. And the worst here's here's the thing with Anthony Lynn is what's going to happen if they bring him back next year? We're going to have guys come back. We're going to have Derwin James back. We're probably going to have a decent year. We're going to go like ten and six, but then we're going to get eliminated in the first game of the playoffs. And the point is, he's going to get an extension, and the Chargers will never reach their full potential. But uh, wait, Daniel, why it's giving the Chargers a ten and six record next year right off the bat? I said minimum, dude. <laughs> Even no, that's yeah. I, I just that's with Anthony ramble. Lynn, dude. Like, Worst do, case, <laughs> dude. If if we get a good coach in here, we're we're talking like on a like a yeah. 12. But you guys aren't going to. You guys are the Chargers. You guys are like no, the Clippers. No, you're probably right. So. By the way, I did call this. I said earlier, I was like, dude, the Chargers are not going to get a top five pick. They're going to win a bunch of games and just fuck up their draft. Or they're not going to get in the playoffs or anything, but they'll fuck up their uh, draft position, which they have. Completely. Yeah, well, lucky for you guys, Herbert kind of has uh, taken over that Philip Rivers gene where he likes to lose close. close well, I mean, no, he's he's has three game-winning uh, drives in a row. I mean, I'm just saying. Well, you know, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll he's see learning. what happens. But no, it's too early. I, to I, unfortunately, though, I did hear for you guys that uh, the Chargers' ownership, they're extremely cheap, and they're not, like, 
Right. Uh, yeah, they don't want to pay Anthony Lynn just to sit on the sideline and not right, coach. Right. Well, and the other, do that. So right. he's definitely going to play. He's definitely going to coach out. I mean, not play, but coach out the rest of his contract. So was, like, you guys will see what happens after that. Right. As far as the game, though, against the Chiefs, yeah, I don't know. Against the B squad, we'll see. I, I have no clue. That's why I didn't pick this game. I think they played uh, – they, they had the same game happen two years ago where it was the Chiefs B squad versus the Chargers, and the Chargers won like 27-24 on a late game field goal. So I could, I could see it being that sort of game. You sure. guys did get the uh, – First or second best quarterback in the draft, I and mean, depending on how Burrow shows no, up, I do think first, Herbert is definitely at, better than Tua. At this um, moment, you guys first. did score with that, though, so that's something to definitely look forward. I mean, what he, yeah. he has the rookie, the rookie uh, touchdown uh, record, I believe. Right. He, yes, he does. He just got it last week, so uh, he's that. I mean, you guys definitely killed it there, and you guys, you guys draft really well on defense too. You guys just uh, can't be so eh. healthy. Yeah. Darwin no. James and Bosa, I mean, those are pretty – Darwin James, yeah. I mean, but those, are, James, I mean, yeah, those, are, Darwin, those are easy picks. I mean, like we I mean, draft – Wasn't Darwin like a mid-first? A mid no, he was – but he was – that's the kind of guy that you have at the top of your board that falls to you that had no business. I'm not – I mean, you still have to not fuck that pick up, but that was like you got to take Derwin James there. Where Joey yeah. Bosa was the second pick in the draft, and that was kind of an easy like, yeah, this is the guy you got to take. Here's the thing, dude. To really like have a good playoff team – you have to hit on picks in like the third, fourth, and fifth round. And like, if you look at the Chargers, third, fourth, and fifth rounds, they're all terrible. They're like, they're guys who usually aren't even in the league anymore. So, yeah, I don't really like our management very much. I would love to see everyone. I would love for them to just clean house, start over, bring in someone like Salah from the Forty ers or uh, that dude is. Abel. Yeah, that dude's definitely yeah. gonna get a head coaching job for yeah, sure. Like, that uh, defense, some like defensive minded guy, I think could really help the Chargers, but. Like Daniel said, most likely we just bring back Anthony Lynn next year and we just continue to be mediocre because that's what we're best at, dude. Yep, pretty much. All right, want to recap our, our picks? Uh, yeah, I'll go first. I got uh, New England minus three, Dallas minus three, Green Bay minus four, uh, Las Vegas Raiders minus two and a half, and uh, Rams plus three. Yeah, I got the Rams plus three. I got Dallas at minus three. I got the Bills minus three. I got the Titans minus seven, and I got the Vikings. Is that minus four, right? Yeah, minus four. Okay, so I have yeah Buffalo minus three, Vikings minus seven, Pittsburgh plus ten, Cincy plus fourteen, Rams plus three, Tennessee minus seven. Damn, I have three. Yeah, going for it. I like how you, you're betting against bad teams, fucking playing well against good teams. But I fuck with it, dude. It's week <laughs> seventeen, baby. You never know. Got, if it hits, the weirdest week. It like, all hits. Not to get yeah. weird. Why not? No, for sure. We'll keep it going for the playoffs. So this isn't this isn't the end. This is definitely the week I could fall from first to last. Oh, I'm taking over. I could smell it. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. It's definitely. I mean, we're all like one or two games apart. So this mm-hmm. this week we'll we'll see. Ever since Trubiscuits came through for me, I just have been <laughs> riding the underdogs hard. Dude, <laughs> that was a good play, man. That was, that was your best play of the season, no doubt. Yep, it, it definitely is. All right, peace tomorrow. Out. Peace. Later, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Ball Till You Fall podcast. Uh, If you enjoyed the episode, please like, rate, subscribe, follow, download, all the above. Uh, We're Honestly, we're going to keep releasing episodes even if you guys don't do any of the above, but it'll just make us feel better about ourselves if we see that people are listening and, you know, downloading and basically just enjoying the episodes. So be a nice person today. Uh, Please spread the word. Uh, The world needs more nice people out there. So just search Ball Till You Fall podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or basically just anywhere that you listen to podcasts out there. 
Again, we really appreciate the support, and we'll talk to you next episode.